No Nintendo in my house. I second that. Looks like a no-go on Nintendo. I needed a Christmas miracle. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Take Me to Your Reader, discussing adapted science fiction at its best and worst. I'm Seth. I'm Rambo One. I'm Millennium Falcon. Super cool. <laughs> you guys planned that, didn't you? <laughs> Are we changing the names now? <laughs> no, that was completely random. But why, why did you change yours? <laughs> yes. And uh, for this episode, it is our Christmas episode, and we decided to cover the recently released 8-bit Christmas movie on HBO Max, which is adapted from a 2013 book by Kevin Jakubowski of the same name, and he also wrote the screenplay. Uh, so it's kind of one of those cases I feel like there's no point in talking about the book hmm. or the movie. We can just kind of talk about all of it at once. And uh, this is one of those rare occasions where we're sort of half remote protocol and half in person because I was not feeling well, as you can probably hear from my voice. So I decided to stay home and uh, the other two guys got to watch together and record together and I'll, I'll edit it together. So there we go. That's how we bring it together. You missed all the in-person fun. Yes, I, I'm sure I did. Um, but... I'm staying home with my my low fever, <laughs> yeah, and my uh, my pot of Earl Grey tea. So, uh, since we're going to be kind of just talking about it all at once, we should probably cover what the story here is. So, somebody want to take a crack at that? I'll I'll take a quick crack. All right. There's a uh, a young boy in the 1980s, and he wants a Nintendo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> so it's, I mean, the, the the book is really sort of a Christmas story, but for more for our generation, mixed with a little bit of Ready Player One because of the references, uh, and a tiny little bit of the Music Man. Right. Um, <laughs> at least that's what I think. <laughs> it could be, yeah. Yeah. So much of this, you know, as I was reading through it, so much of it is just pulled directly out of my childhood. And part of it is just because I grew up in a cold weather place and this is set in like Illinois in the eighties. Mm -hmm. And right. um, so, so, so much of this down to the boots and the King of the mountain and, and all that kind of stuff is just like, <laughs> wow. That, and, and the, the, the big kid, his name was Archie at my school and not uh, Daniel. <laughs> uh, it was Dan in the book and Dan in the book, Jason, and, uh, Josh, Josh. Jason. That's right. I Josh. think it was Josh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so much of it is, is just right out of there and, and hits like not just stuff about cold weather. There's also like references to football that I understood. There's references to baseball cards that I understood. Uh, I think he says they have a they had a wood paneled Chrysler, which was my my buddy Chris across the street. It was his first car. It was a seven, 1976 Chrysler station wagon um, that was just just a POS. But, you know, his parents are like, you want a car? You want to drive? There you go. It's been sitting there for 13 years unused since we got our Taurus. But, you know. That's what you can drive to school. So, yeah, kind of, kind of tailor made to uh, to appeal to me. Well, I think to appeal to us. Period. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted, I wanted to say to appeal to me, but I wanted to throw it to you guys and say, did, did any of this ring true to you? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, baseball cards. But I had other collectible cards too. I had like a, the Batman cards that he brought out in the in the movie. Oh right. Those. Oh wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I had all those action figures they were talking about. I watched all the cartoons they referenced. Mm -hmm. E-Man and Silverhawks and G.I. Joe. And right. All that jazz. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, uh, did you ever have... And I did not have a Nintendo and was a little envious of the people that did. <laughs> right. Oh, you did not have a Nintendo. I did not have a Nintendo. I used to go to my friend's house to play Nintendo. Uh -huh. I had an Atari. <laughs> this one's... Yeah, this one's really closer to being your age because I feel like this kid is younger... I think so. ...than, than yeah. me or than Colin. Oh, yeah, especially Colin. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, <laughs> well, it would have yeah. been like seven, eight in the time frame of the movie, depending on book two, depending on yeah what year they say. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. In the late eighties. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because I, you know, 85. I was I was junior high by then when when yeah. Nintendo came out. But you know, I vividly right. remember, like, I really wanted one, and I wanted to I wanted to work at Long's Drugs. Because if you worked at Long's Drugs, you could buy stuff at cost plus 10%. And the, I found out from somebody, a friend of mine who worked there, that the cost on the Nintendo was something like half of what they sold it for. And uh, so I thought, oh, okay, this is, this is what I want to do. Um, I did end up working at Long's. I did not, however, ever get Nintendo. <laughs> oh. um, my Spend all your, all your money on booze and chicks? <laughs> well, I spent all my money at the Speedway Grocery, which was, you know, it was the, the forbidden grocery, like a convenience store. There was a 
quick stop grocery that became a 7-Eleven at some point that was like two streets over from the Speedway grocery, but it was right at the top of my street. And so trying to sneak to that one without possibly getting caught by a parent returning home uh, was more dangerous. Um, so we, we usually so went to the Speedway grocery. Why was this was, forbidden? <laughs> we weren't allowed to cross that major road. Because ah, there, there were no crosswalks. It was the 80s, right? Right. There, there, there were no traffic lights for like two miles in either direction. So Or bicycle helmets. <laughs> or bicycle helmets. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. But like the, safety the Speedway Grocery was, was oh. our kid hangout, kind of like the, the bullpen in the, uh, in the gotcha. book, right? Where, the, where they, they did the baseball mm-hmm. carts. Um, oh, there was also the card shop that I hung out at too. And the oh, really? arcade to play. Although instead of Double Dragon, it was Mortal Kombat. Okay, so, so that's, that's old, a mark of you being younger than us, because Double Dragon was definitely <laughs> one that I did. And in the book, um, I was reading it, and, and I was like, oh, he's got to remember the reverse elbow move, because it's really powerful. And then like in the yep. book, like two pages later, he's like, oh, do the reverse elbow. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> so, yeah, so what I'm saying is, I cannot be objective about the actual quality of this book, because it was just so much fun. Well, that's where we can just delve into the quality of the book versus the movie <laughs> and berate the differences <laughs> okay. or bemoan the differences. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious what the, uh, what the moaning about the differences was because it's highly canonical, the movie is. It makes a few changes here. Did you watch the same movie we did? I, I, th- I think we have different <laughs> definitions for the word highly. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Almost everything – well, uh, other than if you take away the framing narrative and the narration part, mm-hmm. the beats in the movie match up very nicely with the book. It's just more compressed, right? Yeah. There was, a, there was plenty of stuff eliminated. Right. I mean, aside from changing the characters right. and their names <laughs> and missing a whole bunch of scenes. Uh, that, that doesn't count. Right. Yeah. <laughs> missing a bunch of scenes, that's, that's assumed that's going to happen when you go book to movie, right? Character consolidation, you assume that's going to happen. Renaming characters, I mean, there's no actual need to do it, but... Um, I th- I'm not sure if yeah, they I was ever... wondering about the need the need to do it. And also I noticed this this the movie was way more PC than the book. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like like yeah. when the, the angry wreath guy doesn't say retard, he says uh, Yeah. You're not allowed to say that word, Steph. I know, I know, but <laughs> I, I I'm just saying it because he said it, you know. And 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 how could you ever do such an evil thing that we right. always did in the I 80s? I guarantee you they would not have said mentally mentally disabled in the eighties. No. <laughs> No, definitely not. Um, but yeah, I didn't have a problem with some of the character consolidation and and even some of the renaming. I mean, obviously they renamed the big bully kid after the author in a way because his name his name is Jakowski, I think. Oh yeah, Jakorski. Um, Jakorski, that's right. Yeah, um, and yeah. Uh, that that's pretty similar to the author's last name. You know, good good <laughs> Polish last name. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean. Th- you're right, obviously, Colin. There's a lot of stuff in the book that does not make it into the movie. And and a lot of that is a ton of fun, right? Where he just is musing about the life experience of kids in the 80s. And like, were you a, right. a sack lunch kid or a hot lunch kid? And, you know, never the twain oh, shall yeah. meet. <laughs> <laughs> so I did want to ask, right. were you guys sack lunch, sack lunch or hot lunch people? Well, that depends on the time of year. It changed for me. Yeah. Really? Okay. Because in the winter, I went to school with a... I had a well, first of all, I had the tin lunchbox. I think mm. it was like either well Star Wars for a while, then Spider Man, He Man, all that stuff. Nice. And it came with a little thermos you could put soup in. Yes. Right. Right. So I got soup in the winter, and then uh, you know probably a PB and J in the in the summer kind of thing. Or yeah. Spring, I guess it would have been. There were definitely well, times yeah. where I had the sack lunch PBJ that froze basically solid between the time I left home and got to school, and it barely thawed <laughs> out by by uh, lunchtime. <laughs> Uh, because we were also this this was the big divide for me, and I'm curious about you guys. The big divide was between walkers and bus kids, right? Because we're like we're like, well, we walkers, we're tougher people uh, because because we have to walk to school, right? <laughs> Uphill both ways. But I see where I grew up, there was no choice, right? You you bust, yeah, right, yeah. I lived way too far from the school to walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My school was was literally just at the end of my street, so so it was a you know uh, a quarter mile walk, yeah. and you're at school. Uh, which right. was nice because wow. you could sleep in a little bit. The thing that rang the most true for me was the the King of the Mountain thing, <laughs> because we had, you know, this is Alaska. And so you have outdoor hockey rinks. All the schools have outdoor hockey rinks um, because then Boys Club and Hockey Association stuff can play at all the schools around town. And so it's much harder to play hockey on an, on uh, ice that's covered in snow. And, and so ironically, yes, so right. we would, you know, lots of times when we, we would go out for recess to play broom, broom hockey, 
the first thing we'd have to do, you know, to get warmed up is grab a shovel and shovel all the, all the snow off the ice so that we can play. Um, because if the, you know, the, the puck gets onto the snow and it just stops, right? And so they would, like every weekend, they'd bring in a snowplow and plow out the whole thing. And the end of the hockey rink had a big opening door for the snowplow. And that made this gigantic snow hill that just got bigger and bigger through the winter. And okay. it was always, we played King of the Mountain for a couple of years, as I recall, until one kid got a concussion. Um, because, <laughs> because, of course, no helmets. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. There was even, in the book, there was the bit about the relaxing records, um, where they were in some class and they oh. were like, there was this voice that was just, you know, now relax, okay. listen to the music. And like, I literally had that in Spanish class in seventh grade. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay. Yes. Just now relax all the muscles of your body. Relax your shoulders. Relax your back. Relax your buttocks. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to make you more receptive to uh, understanding Spanish, I guess. Oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. We, also, the, the boots thing, right? Because the, the great shame of this, this main character, Jake, is that he has girls' boots. And I remember... In Alaska, I think I think it was just a survival of the fittest things. Teachers never made you wear boots. They just assumed if you had good sense <laughs> that you would. Of right. course, we didn't. And and nobody, but nobody on planet Earth can run fast in moon boots. <laughs> and so if, if you're going to play nope. <laughs> after lunch or, you know, recess playground football, you were going to wear tennis shoes and your parents were going to be furious right. <laughs> because your shoes were just going to be perpetually <laughs> wet all winter. Right. Probably get all moldy when they sit inside. Pretty much. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what you guys, is, I, I need to stop talking because I'm losing my voice, but um, you guys tell me about things that the, the book knocked free for you guys about your childhoods. <laughs> so being older than both you guys, we had an Atari 2600. Mm. And my friends, Albert and Andy, had an original Pong machine. Wow. Well, uh, and the Pong machine was set up inside of their tree fort which was uh, 10 by 12 with another 8 by 10 foot add-on off to the side, two staircases to get into Dang. it, power, no plumbing. Nice. Um, and yeah, so we could play Pong, or yeah, at my house you would play, goodness, uh, E.T. or <laughs> Indiana Jones. Or, uh, no, the, uh, no, we didn't have, the Indiana Star. Jones came later. Okay. Uh, gosh, it was the... Uh, Combat? The, the, the default, uh, the default uh, cartridge that came with it, tank and... The, the airplane game. Mm. Uh, and, uh, oh, of course, Pac-Man, Space Pac Invaders, yeah. Pitfall? Star Raiders. Pitfall? Did Which Joust? One? Joust? No, Pitfall, yes. Joust, no. Uh, I, yeah, it was, it was a bummer. River, <laughs> River Raid was one of my favorites. That was the greatest thing when, when, like, there were all the original Atari games, but then there were the Activision games, too, that worked on the Atari 2600. That's where you got oh, Pitfall yeah. and, and River Raid and a couple other things. Yeah, so my buddy... My, my friend Kevin, who was three years younger than me, kind of in the middle of my street, had an Atari 2600. So we, we pretty much would go over there and melt our brains at his house playing Atari. <laughs> um, the, the, in the book, of course, there's uh, Keen. Is it Keen? Clean. Keen. Clean. Yeah. Or was it Clean? I think it was Clean. K-L-E-E-N. Yeah. Like yeah. Kleenex. The rich kid, you know, um, with... Uh, <laughs> with the Nintendo where he would let some of the, the proletariat in to, to play <laughs> occasionally. Um, right. It, it kind of reminded me and talking about like the snack closet that he, that he had and stuff. My, my friend across yeah. the street, um, my friend Chris across the street, he had cable like early cable so we could watch HBO movies and stuff. And he had an Atari 400, oh, wow. which was the one Ooh. with the bubble keyboard. Yes. And like Pac-Man looked just like the arcade game. It was terrific. And it had Star Raiders as well. Yeah, and he, he always had the, you know, the, the pantry full of forbidden things that we could never eat at my house, like Jif peanut butter, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the forbidden fruits. Yes, yeah. We always had Adams, which I now know is much better. It, it actually tastes like peanuts, so. This is true. Yeah. With real peanut flavor. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. I liked in the book, you know, talking about how there was never, ever a snow day. And that is essentially my experience with Alaska. That I feel like in some parts of the country, snow days just shouldn't exist because it's always snow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, the only snow, the only times that we had school canceled was for extreme cold. We did have that a couple of times. It was minus 60. Oh, really? Um, 
Wow. And Ooh. yeah, I, I, I mean, that's with the wind chill factor, but sure. minus 40 and below, it doesn't matter if it's wind or not. Um, but we, what would happen in those extreme cold times is power lines would crack and fall down. And so, um, so power would be out all over the city. And so they'd cancel school. Or if there was a a really rare ice storm, occasionally that would cancel things for the same reason, because ice then accumulates on the already heavily laden branches, which then causes the branches to fall and take down power lines. Um, which is why all summer the electric company trucks were out there pruning those trees near the power lines. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And there was one time that I remember where we had an actual snow day where it it snowed almost four feet overnight and the plows just couldn't keep up. Wow. And so my dad woke me up at like 630 and he's like, hey, too much snow. School got canceled. I went, really? (laughs) And and he's like, yeah, you can go back to bed. And I'm like, no, I'm not going back to bed. I'm calling Mark. And so (laughs) so I was like 15, I think. So I called Mark and I'm like, hey, we going skiing? And he's like, oh, we're going skiing. So... Uh, yeah, we uh, packed up the truck and, and took took off to the mountain because he was a year ahead of me and already had his driver's license. So, oh nice, that was dope. But Mark was also the one who, on Christmas Day, you know, when we we did our call around to to debrief, he's like, "I got Nintendo." I'm like, mm-hmm. "No, you're serious." Oh yeah, I'm dead serious. Yeah. No, no, are you Dang. serious? Oh, I'm dead serious. <laughs> Mom, can I go to Mark's <laughs> <Totally>. house? <laughs> so, that Christmas break, we played the hell out of Zelda and uh, Super Mario Brothers. See, I've never played either one of those. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, really? Did you not play on the NES? Uh, the, the NES happened just as I was getting ready to graduate from high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, we played, we played a lot of, of those two, especially. We, got, we played some Duck Hunt as well. Um, never did get the Power Glove. <laughs> I heard the disappointment. That's probably a good yeah, thing. Yeah, I never I did use bad. the Power Glove. Probably because it didn't work right. Yeah. <laughs> so there was, a, there was a kid from my church, and this, there's a connection to Long's Drugs in this, because he was the son of the assistant manager, who became a Nintendo game counselor. So he got paid like $12 an hour as a high schooler to play all the Nintendo games and master them and then be available for people to call to ask, you know, how do I get past this thing? How do I beat this part? Yeah. How do I get past this on Mike Mike Tyson's punch out and, and lots of stuff like that. So, um, elbow move. Yeah. The elbow move. I was pretty much, I was so jealous. Wow. That's a job. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So you guys were also both baseball card guys. Uh, a yep. little bit. I, Oddly enough, I wasn't really a sports fan, but I did collect baseball cards. <laughs> See, I was a sports fan, but I did not collect baseball cards. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I never... Okay. I mean, like, the, the gum is so awful, and the book talks about how awful it is, but, like, it's also free, uh, essentially, because it right. comes with the, the packs. That, free gum. Yep. Free gum. I'd rather spend my money on, on, on the uh, tub of Jolly Ranchers at the Speedway Grocery. You know, five cents a piece. Mm-hmm. So, or yeah. the six-pack of Hubba Bubba. Oh, there you go. Right, exactly. That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, what was that? The Chew? The Big League Chew? <laughs> Never did Chew. Oh, really? No. Big League so, Chew. That's Big League Chew. So, yeah. Where I grew up, there was a lot of problems with people chewing tobacco. Ah. <clears throat> All the way through sense. elementary school. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and so anything like that was highly disapproved right. uh, yeah. um, by, by parents. Well, I think, and, that's why, I think that's why I liked it, because it was highly disapproved. Right. Like, oh. Yeah, like anyway. <laughs> that's exactly for me as well. like Chewing, yeah. <laughs> the, the trouble is when you when you put a pack of that in the back uh, pocket of your actual baseball pants, and then it goes through the laundry, and your mom Whoops. gets really upset. <laughs> oh, really? Because <laughs> it gets on everything. So, yeah, I wonder oh, why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I the the dad in the in the book and in the movie is kind of like uh, emblematic of Bill Burr has a routine uh, called losing your <laughs> like it's. Uh, <laughs> What was he say? Losing your is half of the the uh, process of fixing something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's the motivation for fixing something. Yep. <laughs> See, I grew up in a house that was less finished than that. Oh damn! Okay. So <laughs> un- until I was uh, ten, we had a, a mobile home out on mm-hmm. our property. Okay. And so just for a little reference, you go to a small town, you go two and a half miles away from the town, you go a mile away from the road. Uh, and that's where I grew up. So nice. Elaine and I used to argue about who was more remote, and right. she is definitely more remote than I was. But yeah, the way you guys talk, like, right. like if that you had a house that, that you could you could see <laughs> or hit with a rifle, right? You were several step ups on on either one of us, Elaine or I. Yeah. So um, brutal. Yeah. No. Yeah, we had no neighbors until I had a bicycle and was old enough to like go miles to to visit a friend so I spent all my summers at home right 
Dang. <laughs> the whole riding bikes in the snow thing was cracking me up because that's very true for Alaska <laughs> as well. You, you ride them until your parents absolutely forbid you to ride them. Yep. And then you ride them a little bit more? Yeah, a little bit. A little, you're more careful about when you ride them then. Right. Although, re- really, the, the, um, the argument I would make is, well, I mean, I could skate down to the, the hockey rink faster than I could ride. And dad's like, no, I just paid to have those things sharpened. And there's gravel on that road as well as ice. So, sure, ride your bike, whatever. Because that's what I mean. Since we live so close to the school, we'd go down there and play pickup hockey games every night. Ah, good. Yeah. Wow. Now, when you say yeah. you rode a bike, did you ride a BMX style bike, a dirt bike, or were you riding a ten speed? Or it, mine, it was a ten speed. It was a Murray. Uh, it weighed about forty nine pounds. <laughs> Steel frame, like like yeah. like literally, you'd take it over a jump and it would <laughs> it would drop to the ground like Wiley e. Coyote. So, <laughs> yep, that's what I had. A little Murray, a little red Murray bike. Yep, yeah, Murray BMX style. Yeah, yep. And uh, you rode it on everything. Gravel, yeah, pretty dirt, much. snow, oh, yeah. ice. I used to ride it yep. through the creek down, but down, down the street from my house. Wow. Yep. Yeah. When, once, once the the winter had really set in and the the street was full ice, it was basically impossible to ride the bike. You had to find some sort of loose-ish snow in order to get any traction. Yeah. But, right. Until you hit ice, you were just fine. Yeah. I was thinking the other night. I I walked outside and. It had been raining. Obviously, it's Oregon, um, but it, it just reminded me of like the point at the winter where you forgot what wet pavement smelled like because it had been snowed in for so long that that like that was a sign of spring when you could smell like puddles because um, there is a smell to them. You probably don't even know if you're if you're not right. from Alaska. Um, but uh, or the more but, yeah. pungent smell of the defrosting tundra. <laughs> oh, seriously, dude. Well, I was thinking about the you know the picking up dog poop in the snow um, because you oh, know dog yeah. dog puts it in the snow and then yeah. it gets encased in a little bit of ice because it melts the snow around it, mm-hmm. and so to pop it out of there, it's twice the size that it should be <laughs> because it's a little it's a little poop landmine. <laughs> Yeah, that, I guess that was another part of the bug I think I jived with was the, the the poop. That was my job. Yeah, picking up after the dog. I made a big backyard, and the dog had no qualms about going everywhere. <laughs> yeah, anywhere. I did. <laughs> like it. I, she right. didn't pick yeah. a spot to go. She just went everywhere. I was like, yep. dang it. <laughs> I never got around to training her to go in one spot. That would have been so much easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did like the bit in the movie where the dad's like, you wanted a dog. He's like, you had the dog before I was born. It doesn't matter who wanted the dog, son. <laughs> it's, it's good to be the dad sometimes because you can tell people, you yeah. pick up the dog poop, you scoop the cat litter box. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, the whole bait and switch with the, with the encyclopedias was pretty brutal. Oh, yeah. I, not as brutal. The movie adapted it to be even more brutal because it was for the main character in the movie where it wasn't right. in the book, right? right? Um, and I, th- th- that's the kind of adaptation I understand because you, he's, your P- he's your POV character. You don't have to make that change, but I get it. Um, right. The, I liked World Book Encyclopedia because my buddy Chris across the street had it. And it was, you know, from the 80s where we had like the 1972 Collier's Encyclopedia that was all black and white. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So if we had to do like a state report or, or something for school, I didn't want to have to go to the library. I just wanted to look up stuff in my, our encyclopedias, but they were at least 10 years out of date. So <laughs> that was a bummer. Um, so no, no encyclopedia nice. story <laughs> there. In my junior high, we so... My sisters, um, when they went to, when they got out of sixth grade, they went to the high school and the high school was seven through 12. Um, oh, wow. It was about 2000 kids, but the population of the school was increasing. And so they realized we need to spin off a separate junior high. And so I was the first seventh grade class to move into the brand new junior high. It was all completely brand new. It was a really nice school, actually. And brand new library with computers with cd-roms on them because like the super early cd-roms were out then so you could look up resources that way but it had all these swanky new encyclopedias and stuff too and so of course as middle school boys you're going to look at all the encyclopedias and see if they have anything titillating in them oh yeah yeah and (laughs) the the anatomy diagrams with the transcript right yeah (laughs) so my my junior high mears junior high in anchorage alaska had family health encyclopedia and i can tell you that within two weeks of school starting the <laughs> volume S and volume B and volume V and volume P were 
uh, were removed from circulation because the S volume had a a full color image of missionary position. Whoa! <laughs> wow! A, fo- a, a photograph. Um, really? Yeah. Yes. And uh, you know, all all it needed was for everybody to keep quiet about it. But of course, mm-hmm. not everybody could keep quiet about it. Of and course so not. Yeah. They were quickly removed. Well, I'm sure somebody so, had to break the binding. You told Jeff, didn't you? Right. <laughs> no, I only told this one other person and this other person. Um, and my gym class and, and Mr. Yeah. So-and-so, the gym teacher. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, Colin, the one thing that I remember you saying you objected to was the treatment of the elderly in the book. Yeah. So my mom, my mom was a hospice nurse. And so she would drive around to people's houses, taking care of them in their houses. You know, if you needed an IV change or a dressing change or instructions on how to bathe yourself, or that was what she did. Just drive from place to place to place all over Lane County, Oregon, and uh, would come home and talk about, you know, these people who were her clients. And sometimes she would have them for months or even years taking care of them. And on rare occasions we would get, as her kids would get to meet them. And so I was exposed to people that were elderly, pretty young in my life. And uh, my one of my least favorite parts of the book was uh, Jack's dialogue about how he refers to the elderly people that are gonna, he's going to sell wreaths to. Um, I was really happy to see that taken out of the movie. Yeah. I was, I was hoping that the movie would do, have some redemption in there where he's like, I really enjoyed, you know, the time that I spent with those people in the, in the nursing home and they seem to enjoy my presence there. But the book didn't really have that much of that. No. New. Yeah. But on the flip side, he's either nine or 11. Right. We were arguing about (laughs) what his real age was and couldn't arrive on anything. Yeah. In the movie, I think he only mentions 11, but in the book, I think you're right. There's some flip flopping that goes on in there. Flip flopping. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know he can be forgiven for being an insensitive little kid, I suppose. Yeah, who just yeah. wants a Nintendo? Right, right, yeah, yeah. But we don't have to celebrate it. <laughs> um, so this is where the um, the dog destruction portion of the book comes in, oh. right? Uh, because Clean is a spaz, and I mean every school had a spaz. Uh, ours, it was Wayne Davis. Um, so Wayne, if you're out there, man, right. love you. But you were a spaz. Um, he, he, he was the kid who, if, if somebody tweaked him long enough, he would freak out. And um, he was a dangerous person to have on your, on your kickball team. I'll, I'll say that. He had a mighty right leg. So, but, um, but, but yeah, he, he could freak out. Um, he, he freaked out and hit a girl one time. And that was, he had a hard time coming back from that one. Wow. Yeah. Renee was she Garcia's, between him and the ball or was there something else going on? No, no. She was antagonizing him and he punched her. So, oh, wow. We're like, he hit Renee. Dang. (laughs) Yep. And we also had the, you know, the one kid in grade school who was twice as big, who was apparently held back. His name was Archie. Um, (laughs) And he was intimidating, but like actually a nice kid. Right. So like Uh, he he liked intimidating people, but if you, like if you hung out with him, you know, he he was pretty cool actually. So. The uh, the actor they got for the movie was pretty fantastic. Actually, it was terrific. Yeah, <laughs> he was like twenty five. Yeah, I, seriously, right. right? In the in the third yeah. grade, I like that a lot. Dude was yeah. spot on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, clean kicks over the TV. It lands on the dog. The dog dies. Um, I I put in here dog destruction. No, I feel like the movie will remove this. It did. And, uh, it did. Well, it it undid yeah. it a little bit uh, because the dog was not not actually killed. And, right. you know, the daughter of Neil Patrick Harris objected to the dog dying. Wait, you didn't tell me this was a dog dying story. <laughs> um, he changed, the, he changed uh, it for the audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's where that's where we get into the well, I, I liked in the movie. um the the bits about were you wearing a helmet? Yes, of course we always wore helmets, and so it sh- it changes him from wearing like the Chicago Bears winter hat to to a helmet. No, we did not to wear a blue helmets. helmet. Then to a green helmet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No helmets. No helmets. Even even nope. in high school. I mean, my my dad rode his bike to work six miles to the university through town. I mean, Anchorage had a really nice bike path system where they weren't just bike lanes along the roads. They would cut through. So you like, it was like a six mile ride on your bike, but it was like a 10 mile drive. Oh, wow. Um, And so that it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) But still, you know, he rode that every day commuting the breadwinner of the family, never wearing a helmet. Um, So, yeah. And that was only in the summer, though, because he, he had a, you know, a 10-speed with the super narrow tires. You're not riding that on, in the winter. No. Yes. No bueno. 
so that's where we get the the music man bit about the trouble right here in River City with capital T that does not rhyme at all with N, which stands for Nintendo. Um, oh. <laughs> where the, the parents try to get Nintendo banned. I'm curious if there's any bases in reality for that. Oh, Nintendo bans? Yeah. Well, there's been like the whole controversy of video game violence for a long time, right? Yeah. So, I mean, well, and, and television violence, too. Yeah, yeah. I bet we could probably find some town in the United States that had a ban. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Or at least tried to. Yeah. Although I thought in the, in the book, it, I thought it was funny, you know, they, they make this plan to, you know, to sell their baseball cards and to jump right. out of the bus and to run into the store and to buy it. And it all works until he gets to the cash register. Yeah. And then the little girl says, we have an agreement with the county. I'll get fired right? if I sell that. <laughs> Not to sell this <laughs> to people fired. from your, your town. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was good. You know, the, the movie adapted that to greater drama, right? Where he actually succeeds in purchasing it. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Which I and was then, not a fan of until it blew up. That was pretty good. Ex- exactly. I, 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 wrote, <laughs> I wrote down, I'm not a fan of this. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think my, probably my biggest problem between the book and the movie was a lot of the missed backstory on things. The buildup yes. to lots of yep. things. Because there's a lot of buildup just gone, missing. I feel, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, there obviously chunks of the story are gone too. The mm-hmm. subplots with like the grade school teacher that he's in love with and like all that stuff. Right. I forgot about that. Chibata. Yeah. That's completely di- absent <laughs> from the, from the movie. You do have Mrs. Huge Blow though. So Mrs. Right. Huge Blow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And oh, she's and I, cano- canonically sniffly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I missed the, uh, the dream sequence because that reminded me of a Christmas story because the stories yeah. are so similar. Oh, yeah. So to, right, for right. him, for him to daydream about having his Nintendo <laughs> and, uh, the the mini yeah the art teacher shows up in a mini skirt and he's she's right. talking to some football player and so he goes to the school bully and says hey take care of this guy okay boss <laughs> yeah. yeah that was pretty awesome yeah yeah I feel like for the adaptation I mean it was written by the author right and I yeah. think he might have worried that having some of those sequences in there would be too similar to a Christmas story I don't know can't read his yeah. mind it's already too similar just go with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah you could just lean into it because because that's the what i keep thinking of is that the christmas story did a better job executing that backstory and the build-up of things yeah introducing movie. the bumpus hounds you know yeah. early to have the climactic scene there and and the big right. miss here i think is not introducing the baseball card place earlier definitely missed that yeah yeah because you well, didn't I have the antagonism with, uh, there you didn't have any of it the cub scout uh which they didn't even call it cub scouts but uh which Rangers I'm wondering if that had to do with some sort of trademark thing. But yes. anyway, <laughs> mm. um, the build-up to the Cub Scout prize being the Nintendo, yeah, um, that didn't really happen. They, Farmer was just out of nowhere. See, you guys, I told you. Right. I'm like, well, you never told us previously. Oh, he did. <laughs> right. He did. He mentioned it before. No one believed him. And then he comes No one believed him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Because he's Farmer. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did like, I had to look up the, uh, the Billy Ripken error card. Which is a real thing. Was it really? Um, yeah. Yeah. It was worth thousands of dollars at some point. Okay. Wow. Are you sad yeah. that they blurred it out? <laughs> no, no. I actually kind of liked that. Um, because they, they wanted to keep their rating, right? So they didn't, they didn't use sure, their sure. one F-bomb for the PG-13. Um, but uh, yeah, Billy Ripken is like, like he's a baseball announcer now. I mean, he's most famous for being Cal Ripken Jr.'s brother. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so the story And for us. that baseball card. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so does the rating really matter that much nowadays? I mean, I think like, this movie was supposed to be family friendly. So. Yeah, but today. Right. I mean, I guess if um, you wanted to show it to younger kids, but I, right. I wouldn't doubt that those younger kids could Would give them a lesson in swearing yeah. and other things. So. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the, the, the daughter being like, is it S face? A face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The mother of all swear cool. words. Okay, there yes. is something about the movie that I was not able to figure out. Okay. So, okay. Uh, Jake is driving with his daughter, and they talk about how this Christmas is going to be different. And I had this funny vibe that maybe, uh, you know, are you going to, you know, and then she, you know, the kid asks, the daughter asks him, are you going to have a good Christmas? And he says, well, I always have a good Christmas. And that, that gets right. paid forward when he talks to the, the person who should have been a taxi driver. Right. <laughs> right that right. character consolidation, you, you have David Cross being the, uh, right. the back alley cabbage patch provider and the taxi driver. Yeah. Right. He does yeah. get him into a taxi. So that's 
That's as yeah. close to can- canonical as you get. Yeah. But I was wondering, you know, were they talking about like they were getting divorced or if it was something else? And I think the problem is that uh, his dad passed away. Mm-hmm. But mm. that could be. I, I got thinking. the impression it was it was yeah. a divorce that had happened recently. Except that both she and both the kids show up at mom's house. Uh, I thought that was his sister across the table from him. No, his sister's in Australia. Right. Oh, that's right. Okay. I mean, he, yeah, they were going to meet mom and the brother there. It'd be a weird custody thing if both kids weren't with one parent at the same time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so thinking yeah, the grandpa being dead, passed away. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's that's possible. It'd be like the first Christmas without grandpa kind of thing. Yeah. I love the fact yeah. they had the cup there. That was so yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. And I loved how a lot of the things the dad did got paid forward, but it was really a movie about a son and a dad. It, and mm-hmm. it's kind of this, this curveball that comes in at the end. Right. Right. I felt like the book was like that too, eventually. Yeah. It's, it's like, this is a, it's not the cake. It's the frosting that was put on top to kind of seal right. the deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Cause I do, I love how he just, uh, forgot all about the Nintendo once the fort came in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, until he worked at the drugstore. Well, right. Or what, exactly. what did he do? He wasn't always, he was a caddy at the golf, golf caddy club. at the golf club. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and at, at that point, the parents must have forgotten all about their, Nintendo hate too. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the movie kind of it, like it was leaning towards m- me going, Ooh, am I going to have to pull a call in here and say, no, he should not have received a Nintendo for Christmas. Cause it was hinting <laughs> that he did eventually get it. Yeah. Um, and you know, right, right down to, uh, <laughs> Santa Claus had not brought me a Nintendo. Instead, the son of a bitch brought me the shittiest of presents in all of light bright. <laughs> We had a light bright growing up. It was awesome. <laughs> it's not a Nintendo. Um, it is not a Nintendo. No. I mean, it, it is good for, for, you know, making obscene images um, yep. and that kind of pretty, stuff. Pretty sure that's, that's where I was with that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In my house, we never, ever got a game system. We had a computer because my dad almost always had a computer home from work. So oh. I could play like like Breakout or, or, or the game where you could uh, name all the states and state capitals. <laughs> That's uh, why I still know them. Yeah, Indiana Jones PC game on my computer. <laughs> oh, nice. Eventually, we had like you know King's Quest Four or something for our. Um, oh yeah, yeah. What was it? It was a CG uh, CGA monitor, color graphics adapter. It was four colors. Yes. So it could like do pinks and purples and greens, but not not uh, RGA, right? Or VGA, I guess VGA. VGA. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but the the epic tree fort is the uh, you know the true meaning of Christmas, right? Right. Well, yeah, that thing from your dad. Yeah, the thing from your dad, and and your dad gets his wish too of you being outside. Being right? outside, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty epic tree fort. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask Colin earlier. You said that the the tree fort did not have plumbing or anything, but it did have windows, right? If you want to hang your hoo-ha out the window and do your business <laughs> where there were like people with cameras, I guess oh, you okay. could do that. See, now I, I thought you said that you lived in a remote area. So, you know, you could, I guess there was probably a house with parents in it nearby. Yes. Yeah, there, there was a trap door. <laughs> there was a trap door. <laughs> See, the problem with trying to do that in the, in the winter is that uh, it leaves evidence behind. Right. Not in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not in Oregon. It gets washed right away. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you got snow in Oregon, if you got a ton of snow in Oregon, it was a rare thing. A lot of right. times it would like come down and be gone one or two days later. Yeah. Um, what yeah, we really I had to worry about was I think you're the only one of us Seth, that has that snow appreciation <laughs> of the book. Yeah. 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 So um, the one change that I absolutely could guarantee was going to be in the movie is, of course, the Nintendo oh. is not voiced by Kevin Spacey. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> no. Having him around young men right now would be a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, my favorite thing in the in the like the slideshow from Mister Keen was you know he was he was going through it and it showed the dog with the casts on it and you could just hear somebody in the back go, "Is that a dog?" <laughs> that was my favorite thing. Yes, that, that was pretty cool. So whoever wrote that line, I love that. It's a large rat. <laughs> yeah. I liked how the the Nintendo kind of got offered by his parents. He asks for it and they go, "Yes, yes," right. and then sure. all of a sudden they turn around, <laughs> "No." What? No. <laughs> and have you ever had that situation where you and your, and your probably not with you because you don't have kids, James. Right. But you're talking with your wife and you're not sure what, what she thinks about something. And so you're kind of putting a feeler out there <laughs> just to see, you know, 
what do you think about this with the kids? <laughs> Are you following me at all? Yeah, I'm following you. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't going to say anything about a Nintendo. <laughs> right. You're like, what's, what's the right answer here? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, or, or you know, there, there's times, right, when, when a parent or a spouse is busy doing something, distracted, kind of like with the mom. She can, she can right, right. handle two tasks at one time, but you give her a third and, and she, her brain goes out the window, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> I thought the mom was awesome, actually. You know, yeah. Nobody yeah. be disappointed. And then she's the one who like throws something across the room. Kids don't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's definitely times where you're like sort of half paying attention. You're like, yeah, sure. Wait, what did I just agree to? <laughs> <laughs> you're taking us out to dinner right. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> you're going dancing. What? Ah, dang it. <laughs> yeah. So Colin, what were the things? Um, I, I mean, you guys were evidently uh, marking down non-canonical stuff. What were you, what were you marking down or? remarking about other than the we've talked about cutting out whole things like the hot for teacher portion oh yeah we miss nick we miss nick from the yeah. card card store yeah i was looking forward to watching him rebuff kids for baseball cards <laughs> i wanted it to be uh newman from seinfeld <laughs> oh that would have been cool that would have um, been fantastic gosh, what else uh, all, all of the the football all the sports playground sports right oh, yeah just kind of the meat and potatoes of, of elementary school recess. Yeah. Um, it seemed like it went really fast. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, you know what? There wasn't a lot of action figures. There was like way too little action, too few action figures. Yeah. The power yeah. glove showed up too soon. Right. The dog got hit too soon. I didn't see any yeah. He-Man action figures. No G.I. Joe's. No. No Transformers. <laughs> in, the whole, in the whole bit where they, they were trading to get into the, the power glove session. Right. Just all that. I br- yeah. Yeah, I brought a sausage. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I can see how the, the the sausage well, okay, so in hindsight the sausage made sense. <laughs> uh, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that worked out. But, uh, but yeah. And lighting the wreath on fire at church. That would have been just a classic. Oh, that would have been hilarious. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I did miss the Christmas Eve mass Christmas destruction. Christmas Eve mass would have been fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I could definitely uh reminisce with that one or I guess understand. I figured. One. I figured. Yeah, you would know more about that. Like we go to church on on yeah. Christmas Eve, but Christmas Eve mass is a is a different ball game. Right. There. Yeah. Like you said, the action figures and stuff were missing, and and that resonated with me, of course, because for me it was always Star Wars action figures. I didn't have any. Mm-hmm. I I had some Transformers as well, but like no, I was never a GI Joe person or like mask. I had friends who had those different things. Um, no, are you a GoBots or Transformers person? Because the author is clearly GoBots. Oh, GoBots are garbage. Transformers. Transformers all the way. Yep. Yep. GoBots came out first, but Transformers ruled. So. And then they got refined to Transformers. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Transformers are more than meets the eye. Yes. <laughs> you probably, you guys probably did not catch that there was a, a reference in the book, or sorry, in the movie, but not the book, to a famous baseball announcer, Hawk Harrelson, because when, um, I think when it's announced that Jake is the winner of the Nintendo which mm-hmm. is actually World Books. Uh, he says, you can put it on the board, yes, which is an um, infamous call from Hawk Harrelson, who is like one of the most notorious homers of all time. Of, <laughs> like nobody, nobody who was not from Chicago even liked him. Yeah, oh, wow. he was terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Wow. Like mute, mute button kind of, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. There were a lot of things that were missing, but a lot of things they, they did do just spot on, like the dad's driving. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's a big hockey fan. Mm-hmm. And you know, working on their house, right? Bad mouthing Claude Lemieux. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the, I did want you know in 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 the book, he, the dad is driving, you know, trying to make great time getting into the city, right? And he right. says something about how you know somebody did the, the courtesy of a pass on the right, and I'm like, no, 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 no. The left no. lane belongs to the faster car. <laughs> you should not. Not extend that courtesy. You ride their bumper until they get over. This is we cannot let the left lane hogs win. That's what the wife was suggesting. The mom was yeah. suggesting that, and he would not. He, right, he's totally right. in your camp. Yeah, yeah. We did. We did kind of miss all that, though, didn't we? He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't driving nearly fast enough in all the scenes in which he was driving. <laughs> yeah, I like the uh, in the movie. I don't think it was in the book. Um, what What's the kid's name? Farmer is he's the, the Farmer, fabricator yeah. kid. Yeah, yep. Farmer. Liar. Um, yep. When when the girl gets the the or when whoever gets the error card and they look it up and they're like, 95 bucks. He says, 95 bucks? You're a millionaire. 
<laughs> I thought, that is kid math to a T. Totally. Yeah. Well, yeah, they didn't look it up in the book because it, it wasn't look upable in the book. Mm-hmm. In the book, the part where they go into town and he gets off the bus, he mm. was not planning to rejoin the bus, right? He was always planning to get a cab to get yes. back to the museum, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was planning to get back to the museum somehow. <laughs> yeah. They hadn't thought that far ahead. I like right. the way they did it. I like the way they weaponized um, farmers' make believe aptitude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By having him call oh, the courtesy yeah, that phone. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good, actually. Yeah. 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 That's, I like that kind of tight <laughs> writing because, in the end, every almost every kid, their special talent became useful in that plot. Yeah. Um, right. Although, I, honestly, I kind of like the whole applesauce up the sleeve better then you're going to eat these SpaghettiOs, kid. <laughs> right. Oh, but that projectile vomit was... Oh my yeah, he, he was Chekhov's vomit, right? Um, because because they, they introduced, when they introduced the character, they said he's allergic to SpaghettiOs. Yep, right, <laughs> Like, right. that's random. So, Oh, I don't yeah. think that was random. I mean, SpaghettiOs were super popular. Everybody loves SpaghettiOs. To be allergic to yeah. SpaghettiOs in the 80s? That would have been tragic. I know. That would be yeah. terrible. That's like no, your SpaghettiOs or SpaghettiOs with meatballs. Well, spaghettios and meatballs is just like icing on the cake. Spaghettios are hot dogs, thank you. Yeah, they are. I'm, I'm oh, going to call yeah. them that one. There we go. Spaghettios hot dogs. Yeah. I was always a big fan of uh, Chef Boyardee beef ravioli. Oh, yeah. that's good, too. like that, too. We used to eat it straight out of the can. <laughs> <laughs> cold? It was pretty good cold. Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. I liked in the movie the the repeating thing repeated thing of the dad trying to grab a cookie. Oh yeah, that was cool. Right. Um, and then he finally the mom finally hands him a cookie at the end when when the tree fort is well received. <laughs> I think that meant dad was going to get lucky. Yeah, he's getting the gold star treatment. Yep. <laughs> oh, Nintendo no friendo. How did we not ever get that? In that's the right. Entire we did. Film? Oh, we got we got. Uh, what did the sister say? She said uh, that's Nintendo a, no endo or something like that. Endo Nintendo no go on Nintendo. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. That that was the closest reference that we got to that. Yeah. I'd written that down as a canonicity thing, but I forgot it was Nintendo no friendo. Right. I like the fact that even though they renamed Dan uh, Delund or whatever his name was. Yeah. Uh, Dan Delund. I like that they stayed with an alliterative name, so Josh Jakowski or whatever it was. Jagorski. 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 Yeah. yeah. Josh. Yeah. And that, that actor with the great big, I don't even think he was wearing a wig. I think that was his natural hair, but that, that <laughs> right. great big spirally black, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know, 80s metal hair. I was going to say, it looked oh, like he was wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his shirts were fantastic. Iron Maiden, yeah. Slayer. I yeah. like how they had the music going on in the background with his scenes, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, th- that was the other thing that I loved was the, the repeated musical bit of obsession. Oh, for the with, boots? With, with the boots. That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much all the music in the movie was awesome. <laughs> yes. That's because yeah. it's 80s music. Right. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. That is true. Anything else to say? No. Uh, no. I don't think so. I think we hit all our non-canonical points. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, if we were to talk about the, the two things separately to say the, the book has a ton more nostalgia in it, mm-hmm. yeah. but the, the movie, I mean, they did, they boiled it down. They kept the good parts. Yeah. They put in a really nice framing narrative right. that I think works overall. It reminded me a lot of the princess bride. It did. Yes. Yeah. For me too. Yep. Yeah. Because in the beginning, you know, the, the daughter mm-hmm. just wants to text her friend with her dad's phone. Right. And then they keep stopping <laughs> yeah. all through it. And she's like, what, what happens next? What happens yep. next? I have to know. Did yeah. you get yeah. the Nintendo? Where does this one come from? Is the story dangerous because I might die of boredom? (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. I remember telling Colin I'm going to have to start watching the movies first. Because I think standalone, it's probably a pretty decent movie. Especially a Mm -hmm. good kids movie. Like, you know, uh, yeah, like Princess Bride would be for something. Yeah. Uh, Not as good as Princess Bride, obviously. But anyway. (laughs) I I mean, the, the standard you have to hold a Christmas movie up to, I think, is, is this one you would consider adding to your Christmas rotation? I think I would rewatch it to get to watch it with Emily and see what she thought. Yeah, I'd love okay. to watch this with Kathy and the boys. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm not sure I'd put it in my rewatch category. Yeah. And um, then make her read the read the book and watch her. Oh, let's <laughs> get the book. Yeah. Let's get the book. Let's get the book. <laughs> I, I kept reading oh. portions to Elaine, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing for Emily. And to be honest, yeah. getting the book is not easy. The book is, is only true. available through yeah. Amazon system. Uh, you right. can't get it at the library. You can't get it through Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can get it... Uh, was it only available through Kindle or were there hardcovers? Well, I'm sure there's, you can get a print book of it somehow. Not sure. I think you can get it from like used bookstores, but, um, but yeah, it's available on Kindle Unlimited. So if you want to read it for free, you can get it there. 
the, the other, the most hilarious, like this, I wrote this book kind of thing in there was he was talking about how he's easily distracted by attractive girls. Um, oh, and, oh, yeah. and he mentioned, he mentioned, and that's why I got a 1080 on the SAT. And I'm like, <laughs> I got a 1080 on the SAT <laughs> first time I took it and I never retook it. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah. Cause I didn't need to, I got into the college I wanted, so I didn't care. Yeah. I took it and never ended up needing it. So, oh, well. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I feel like this guy was in inside my brain, transferring me to the Chicago area <laughs> and writing the book. <laughs> so, in terms of Chicago area Christmas movies, I'm I'm always going to go with While You Were Sleeping over this one. That's barely a Christmas movie. This is deeply a Christmas movie. The climactic scene is at Christmas, right? Where on on in uh, While You Were Sleeping, it starts on Christmas Day. Hmm. It's very much about family at the holidays, though. So okay, that's yeah. very Christmassy. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we need to rank them. Yes. Yeah, we do need to rank them. So uh, why don't we go ahead and do that? Colin? I'm going to go movie book. Okay. It's one of those rare times where they added some stuff to make it better. They re- they took out a bunch of stuff to make it better. Uh, that makes it less canonical. <laughs> but in this particular case, I think they did a good job. Okay. Huh. Okay. How about you, James? I'm going to go with book movie. <laughs> All right. I laughed. I lolled a lot more in the book than I did in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I I think I have to agree with James actually on this one. So this is gonna be one of those rare instances where Colin goes movie and I go book. Because yeah, I I I lolled a lot more. Um, I was chuckling on the airplane reading yep. it. Um, and uh, it, I mean, it doesn't help that I was watching the movie while not feeling particularly well. Uh, yeah, so that's fair. So I'm not sure I would rewatch it. I I'll ask Elaine if she wants to watch it. Then we can we can do it because. Um, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we didn't even really talk about if we liked the book. Um, I, I, I did mention that I feel like it's hard to judge if it's good just because, and in the same kind of way that the first time I read Ready Player One, all the references mm-hmm. just just pleased me to no end, and I didn't really <laughs> notice how bad the writing was. In this one, I think the writing was better, um, but and not as many references, and so I feel like I can say, yeah, that's a, it's a fun book. I don't think I would say it's a good book. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, yeah, I would too. It was fun. That's yeah. to me. I guess that's what would make it good. I don't know. It's subjective yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so I, I do want to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and all that to everybody. Thank you for listening, yep. and uh, let Christmas. us know if you read the book or watched the movie and what you thought of it, and uh, or if there was like a a major Christmas present that you set your hopes on when you were a kid, and if you got it or not. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Merry Christmas. We already said happy holidays and and all that kind of stuff. So thank you, and uh, may the road rise up to meet you, and may the book always fall open to where you left off. And may it be available in places other than just Amazon. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, I'm glad the dogs waited until the end of the podcast to start (laughs) announcing themselves. Good woof.